Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie and I am once again waiting for coronavirus test results. So we're going to ignore that and go deep into forks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to complain about my life in this intro, but I think you have it far worse than me. I'm Liv <laughs> and I'm here because if I have to deal with this chapter, all y'all have to deal with this chapter. <laughs> oh God, we're here to talk about chapter eight, Ghost. Um, oh, yeah. where do we start? Um, well, for one thing, we thought last week was short, mm. um, when it was, like, what, 25 pages, and the rest mm. of them have all been, like, 40 to 60. This chapter is 11 pages. <laughs> That's all this chapter is. It's so short. And yet, in those short, short 11 pages, Edward manages to be creepier than he's ever been. Like... Yeah, it's not a good chapter for Edward. <laughs> um, I don't enjoy it. We'll do a little chapter summary before we get into it, because otherwise we won't get anywhere. But it is ten pages, so oh sorry God. that our chapter summary is going to be so short. Um, okay, chapter summary. Edward's a creep. That's it. Bye! That's it. Bow, 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 bow. but bow. End podcast. We're done. <laughs> sorry to A4 Vampire Summer for our terrible impression of our theme music. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I love our theme music, but I, I can't sing it at all. <laughs> No, every time I want to imitate it, all I do is go, ba-dow, ba-dow. <laughs> I didn't even think the bass is that heavy in it, but and yet, <laughs> it's here not. we are. Chapter summary. Right, we start Ugh. off with Edward moaning about Peter and Charlotte arriving and justifying his creepy actions because they're there. Peter and Charlotte, if you don't remember, are yeah. just as vampire friends that are in town and they're like, don't worry, bro, we won't go into town and kill people because like, we know your vibes and they've never done it before, but nope, he needs to be a creep just in case. Um... It's a sunny week in Forks, so they're not going to school. So instead, what Edward does is um, just hides in the literal shadows, um, doesn't go to school, literally hides in the woods and watches Bella, even when she's in school and as safe as she can be. He barely goes home. He only goes home to make sure that Esme doesn't worry about him. But if I were Esme, I'd be worrying real hard mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, about so. you guys, but... Um, having a stalker as a child would be incredibly concerning to me, to be quite yeah. frank. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Uh, so he stalks her through school for, what, two days? Um, yeah, through people's minds. In the middle, he stalks her to the house and then watches her from the forest when she goes outside yeah. to have a nap. Um, and then goes into her room later on and just watches her sleep. Um, yeah, he, um, he plots to kill Mike Newton. Yeah, it's casual. Um, And then he goes and briefly meets Charlotte and Peter and they're like, you're a weird dude. And they leave and Alice confirms that they're not going to be anywhere near Port Angeles, which is where Bella is going. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go there anyway because I can and he might not be safe. And Alice is like, they're not going near there. It's fine. I can literally see the future, dude. Um, And he then, yeah, he gets into the car and zooms off after them. Um, after Bella, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, but she doesn't say it out loud though, so it's okay that he ignored it. Um, also some incredibly morally grey mm-hmm. areas. Uh, Edward seems to think that it's not stalking, as long as you are legally allowed to stand there. Which. Oh my god, I know, but he's not even legally allowed to stand there. He's in her neighbor's garden, which is just as oh. illegal, bro. Another justification is that because he's not having sexy thoughts, then he's not creepy. Which, uh, sorry, pull the other one there. Pull the other one, Edward. I know. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're a virgin, Edward, but, like, it doesn't make what you're doing less creepy. <laughs> but also, like, I'm not being funny, but he is definitely... I know they're not... Right, 
Edward never has any explicit naughty thoughts, mm -hmm. okay? Yet. <laughs> However, like, it's so obvious that he is. Like, I'm not being funny. Yeah. Like, he I, just I, shuts it down in his narration, but it's very clear that they're there, bro. They're there, like, obviously. He did it last chapter when he was thinking about the Jessica stuff, so I don't believe you, hon. Yeah. You're scary. I don't like you. Me neither. Um, Should we do favourite quotes? you have a favourite one? Sure. Um, I have like two bits that I like. Mm. Um, I'll go for a nice Bella one and Probably. I'll get onto the one later because it's a different topic. Yeah. Um, it was when she, I'll read it, it's Edward's perspective. She read the book quickly, crossing and recrossing her ankles in the air. What a nice little image. Bella's so, so cute. cute. I love her. That's her. So read and sets and sensibility on a blanket outside. I it's love cute. That. Um, hate that he's watching it. Cute that she's doing it. <laughs> What's your favourite? Um, my favourite comes from Peter. Mm -hmm. Love him. Well, it's it's from Charlotte and Peter. What a strange creature, the Alice-sized white blonde Charlotte was thinking. And he was so normal and pleasant the last time we met. <laughs> Peter's thoughts were in sync with her. Yeah, I laughed too. I was like, was he really? Was he actually? Because... <laughs> I doubt it. Um... Okay. Peter's oh. thoughts were in sync with hers, as was usually the case. It must be the animals. The lack of human blood drives them mad eventually, he was concluding. <laughs> That's very um, good. Basically, Peter, we also find out that Peter and Charlotte, they've both got platinum blonde hair that's yeah. about the same length. Good for them. Which I, yeah, good for them. <gasps> you know what they're like? They're mm. like those goth couples that dye their hair the same colour for their <gasps> wedding. Yeah, I love when they have the stupid, like, matching stripy hair and they're, like, zigzags oh, yeah. going the same direction. It's so stupid. I love that. I love it when um you get people who have, like, dyed patterns into their hair. Yes. Like, love that. Leopard print goths. Also, rainbow hair. I've never been brave enough to do rainbow hair. I've, I've been many, mm -hmm. I've been all the colours of the rainbow, but I've never done rainbow hair yet. Yet, obviously. <laughs> You're, what, eight months into lockdown, Liv? You've got to get on it. Now's the time. Oh, rainbow hair. Yeah. Well, I was always pink and purple. I'm, I'm white blonde now. I'm mm -hmm. a vampire um, for, you know, Halloween and autumn. We love. That's not... It's my autumn colour is blonde. <laughs> I like to I like to laugh in the face of every single fashion magazine that says that blonde is a summer hair colour. <laughs> I go the opposite because I am super pale. Like you guys probably yeah. haven't. Oh no, we've posted our faces on TikTok. But in case you don't know, I'm the dark haired one. Um, I like to have super dark hair in summer, and I like to feel lighter in the winter, which is the opposite mm -hmm. of what you're told to do. But I think it looks fun. The moment my hair is e-girl hair, um, which I do need to bleach, but I'm not seeing anyone, so I don't have the motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's a mood. Need to fix my roots, but I shan't. Um, anyway, yeah. Twilight. Um, yeah, Twilight. Um, look, we're having fun asides this week because this chapter is god awful. I don't care if you don't want to know about our lives; you're finding out about them because this chapter is bad. Yeah. Sorry that we're gonna go on. I know last week was full of tangents oh, with what we were talking about last week, like eggs and water and all sorts it of nonsense. Believe it or not, that was edited down. <laughs> Half the episode was cut out because we did tangent. Um, it's gonna be worse this week because I don't want to talk about it. it. Like, we will. That's that's our whole podcast. Look, but oh my god! Let's very quickly talk about it um, and interject freely. Right. Mm -hmm. So well. It starts off, and the first notes that I wrote were, oh my god, it's full creepy, and I don't want to read it. Like, we're not romanticising this, right? Like, this is meant to be full creep, right? Yeah. Like, I'm struggling to, like, even read it through, like, yeah. any kind of lens where it's not creepy, because, mm. like, I know I'm bringing, like, my feminist ideals yeah. and all of that to it, like, you know? And I'm not trying to read it through any kind of lens, I'm just trying to take the book as it comes. Like, I love a bit of yeah. creepy romance in the context of fiction. Oh, yeah. But 
this is just written like a serial killer. Like, what does he say? I hovered in the shadows where I could follow the object of my love and obsession. I was like, uh, excuse me? I'm like, that's, n- that's not nice. I don't mind supernatural romance. Like, give me a good faking that's obsessed with a random human for no reason and just appears randomly. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing the random appearing thing but not stalking, fine. Stalking bad. Mm-hmm. Stalking bad, always. Yeah. And I think yeah. the thing is, is it just it makes me feel very uneasy, mostly because he mm-hmm. keeps having very possessive and violent thoughts when he's staring at her and yeah yeah not not good no um full serial killer stuff as we said last week and i hate it um he fully uproots a like not a big tree but he uproots like a spring tree because he watches mike newton like brush her hair away in like a flirty way which she doesn't like which is fair enough but it's not like a like a bad bear thing it's just an unwelcome flirt you know what i mean it's not portrayed as like a he's being a creep it's It's like Let's not touch people without their consent. But if someone like gently touches your hand or your hair and like you're not into it, then like you know, yeah, like in an ideal world, no one would ever touch anyone without asking permission first. But alas, we are in the realm of romance fiction, and we are full with hair tucks. Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. he tries to do the romantic hair tuck. It doesn't work. No, because Bella's not into it. I just think the thing that irritates me is that he's like. Oh my goodness, I never even noticed before. Bella's hair has red in it because she's got beautiful chestnut hair. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. Mike Newton turns to Bella and is like, Oh, I, I didn't notice your hair actually has red in yeah. it. And Edward gets really angry at him for that. And I'm like, Dude, do you didn't even notice either. I know, it's my favourite. Like two chapters ago, he was being like, These boys just don't understand her. They're not they're not perceiving oh, her in God. the correct way, unlike me. And then he doesn't notice that she's clumsy and doesn't notice the colour of her hair. Like, bro. At this point, it's not about her personality, is it? Like, it's just because she smells good. <laughs> like, you're the same as them. Yeah. It's like, he... Bella's personality is, like, icing on the top of the cake. Mm-hmm. He just keeps walking around and staring at her. I will say the only thing that Edward says this chapter is something about Mike Newton that I do agree mm-hmm. with. Basically, Bella, being a wonderful girl that she is, it shuts Mike down and is like, look, you're going to hurt Jessica please stop flirting with me, she really likes you. Mike's like, oh damn, and just that teenage boy thing where he just decides to crush on the new girl, Mm -hmm. because, you know, she actually will like him back, which, you know, fair enough. Mm -hmm. And Bella's very nice about it, like, it's very clear that Mike and Bella are friends, like, the way she phrases it, she's like, I will kill you dead if you tell anyone that I told you that Jessica likes you, and I'm like, yes, good, good, they're being teens and friends, like, good, this is very normal. I love that, it's really sweet. (laughs) And then Mike... It's like, he's thinking about Jess and it's like, oh, she likes me. And then he says, she's cute though, I guess. Decent body, <laughs> bigger boobs than Bella's. A bird in the hand. <laughs> Christ, um, Mike. The only good Edward line in this is him going, how little he deserved either girl. Like, mm. yeah. And you, neither do you, Edward, but still. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that makes Edward different than Mike is that there's no one that could be traded for Bella. He's just completely obsessed with her mm. it's like oh my god also i really i really hated this line so much um it's about angela weber and it says it made me feel better to think that bella had one friend worth having so basically in edward's ideal world she wouldn't have any friends except angela and probably only him and 
if you're not familiar, that's abuse. Like, that is genuinely yeah. abusive. You know, Bella's friends aren't perfect, but they're all teenagers. Yeah, Bella's friends are teenagers. Jessica's yeah. nice, she's just a bit jealous. Um, yeah. She's new to the guys and they all crush on her. But, yeah. like, apart from Mike, most of them, as soon as she shut them down, was like, peace out. And Mike has been a little persistent, but not in, like, a super creepy way. And they're like pretty average like teen boy trying his luck way and she's like no thanks and he's like yeah. gee whiz <laughs> like that's about it <laughs> he's not doing the whole edward thing yeah mike exasperates me in the same way that any yeah. teen boy exasperates me when they act that yeah. way but that doesn't mean he's a bad person it just means he has some growing up to do edward's had a hundred years to grow up and he's not <laughs> it's like when you hear about like your friend's brother or like a family member doing something <laughs> dumb like trying to get a girl and you're like oh yeah he's like 14 he's like 17 or whatever it is yeah. like you're just like oh yeah that's annoying that but... was me i was the girl that was having <laughs> stupid things done towards her by one of my brother's friends <laughs> Good. <laughs> but we need to mention, yeah, at this point, um, he's, because obviously this is narrated from mm. Edward's point of view, so this is happening to Bella um, and Mike, and Edward, is he at his cafeteria table? Mm, no, he's hiding oh, in God. the woods by the school, and he breaks that yeah. tree and scares a bird out of sight, like a serial killer. So scary. Can you go to school and just go in the shade? Mm. Like, bro. It's it's so creepy also he laughs he's not laughing at like mike getting rejected which i'm not gonna lie it's a little bit funny like you know bella's very clearly just like yeah. no no not today are you, you not me mm-hmm. you got the right idea but the wrong gal you know wrong lady, wrong lady. <laughs> not getting marked if it's less it. <laughs> we'll get on to that actually in a minute because my notes are <laughs> um he laughs not at Mike being rejected, but at the fact that Bella threatens Mike because he's like, <laughs> "You're so puny. You can't even hurt anyone if you tried." And I find that like I don't. It's the infantilization of Bella mm-hmm. Ed, from Edward. It really, it really squicks me out. Basically, that his entire attitude towards her is like, "Oh, so perfect and tiny and lovely, and so <sighs> genuinely incapable of fighting me off or running away or hurting anyone in any way." I hate it makes me feel very uncomfortable it's so creepy i know and the whole time he refers to what he's doing is like surveillance and then like obviously mike then takes jessica on the date that he kind of planned for bella which yeah not very great but teen boy stuff um and then he's like my surveillance was ruined um and it's like what so then he like runs home and like does like a sweep of the cullen household and then he's like i knew i was overdoing it but yeah and then Oh, it's so annoying. And then he just goes to her house. Yeah, and watches her. Like, if you're with Peter and Charlotte, bro, you know he's they're not getting her. Like, what? I know his justification doesn't make sense, but, like, right. even in his own justification, like, you're yeah. not following your own logic, bro. He's also the biggest dum-dum because he, like, he climbs... Oh, God, I hate this. He climbs a tree, so he has a bird's-eye yeah. view of Bella lying on her blanket reading her books. Um, mm-hmm. And she keeps getting annoyed and slamming the book shut because um, she keeps mm-hmm. reading Jane Austen novels which have main characters called Edward and Edmund and he's mm-hmm. like but why is she mm-hmm. so annoyed it's only Jane Austen and I'm like you're the mm-hmm. biggest idiot in the universe like genuinely yeah and it's also not only about him it's also like it's about like yeah. her mum and stuff and it's like talking like the I think the sentence because obviously Edward can recall sense and sensibility <sighs> by heart has memorised it knows exactly what page she's on yeah, I don't find that very believable Edward's more of an infinite jest kind of man <laughs> but, but still 
<laughs> she, he's like, oh, she got to chapter seven, page whatever, or like chapter two or whatever it was. And it's about like them being like, it's difficult for this mother and daughter to live together and they probably wouldn't have a lot to talk about were they not mother and daughter. And she, in a very dramatic and probably not humanly realistic way, um, slams the book closed when she reads that instead of just like thinking to herself you know what I mean like it's very it's very pantomime it's a, it's a bit of a liberty by S. Mayer I think um so um I have frequently slammed bookshop oh sure but not just because it makes you think vaguely of your mum like it's a bit dramatic know, usually if it's like you know very cringy or intense you know when like people having intense like romantic bits or they're building to an intense mm -hmm. romantic bit sometimes it's just too much for me and I need to close the book I get overwhelmed oh yeah but like she grabs a thick section of the book and shoved it roughly over as if something had angered her and then she changes books to like Mansfield Park <laughs> like and it's just because it's like two ladies might have found it impossible to have lived together so long and it's mm -hmm. like okay <laughs> uh, okay yeah. it's a bit pantomime but whatever like who, yeah. we can't read her thoughts fine we have to do something here um, I really liked the part where, like, it's the whole situation mm. is bad, just finding good in it, um, where yeah. <laughs> she falls asleep and she starts talking about Edmund, um, and he gets, like, he's like, oh, me, and then he's like, oh, wait, no, Edmund's the guy in the book, that's not my name. <laughs> just thinking about Colin Firth, not me, a sad vampire. <laughs> oh, no, you got it wrong, Liv, it's Hugh Grant in a oh, cravat. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that had always been the case, and all along her dreams had been filled by Hugh Grant in a cravat. And I'm like, yeah, good, as she should. Not Hugh Grant in a cravat! <laughs> <laughs> That's the part where he's like, oh, but I'm not a peeping dom, because I'm not thinking the things that Mike would think as I watch her from a tree, from a vantage point. It's just because I don't want to bang her. It's so creepy. I want to stick my face into this book and explain to Edward very gently, and I say gently, I don't mean gently at all, that a peeping tom is explicitly someone who gains gratification from watching other people undress in their homes and the whole point is that they can't mm -hmm. see you undressing yeah stalking is when what you're doing stalking is what he's doing mm -hmm. and it really stresses me out because she goes to sleep and then he's like i felt an uncomfortable spasm of guilt because what i was doing now was not precisely good but it was wasn't anywhere near as bad as my nightly pursuits incorrect it's worse oh i i think this is bad i do think creeping into her literal room is a bit worse oh oh yeah you're right i forgot that he goes like literally into her room into her room and like goes to like almost touch her lips and stuff oh but he has been following her for an entire day yeah no this is bad i think it just gets to another lesson where you, like another level where you break into her home using special grease so the window's quiet Oh, um, God, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're actually yeah. so right. I, I literally, I think I've actually written multiple times in this, I will kill you. Mm -hmm. I just, I hate him. Yeah. We, we don't want to get marked explicit, so we don't, we don't really do swearsies, um, but I just need everyone to know that my copy is filled with expletives. Yeah. We just won't do the worst ones. I don't quite know what will get us marked as explicit, so we're being careful and euphemising a lot of things. It's the F word. We can't, we can't say the F word, and I know this because <laughs> one of the podcasts I really like, it's like a, a, a drama, like mm -hmm. acting e podcast. Um, I don't know, it's the Magnus Archives, I don't know why I'm being all <laughs> hedgy, but it's the Magnus Archives, and they've been asked multiple times in Q&As from the early series why they don't swear, and basically it's because you get marked as explicit. Yeah. But, you know what you can have? Graphic 
descriptions of gore and murder yes. and horrible horrible things that's fine yeah it's edward cullen logic where it's like i can do these horrible things but talking <gasps> about adult relations absolutely not <laughs> it is oh my god you're so right <laughs> so he's watching her he like the sun goes in and her skin gets pale and he's like Ugh, disgusting because he's a baby and um and before that he describes her as looking like fresh cream the color of skin made it look like perfectly fresh cream and sir i am lactose intolerant back off (laughs) Um, and then charlie arrives home and we love charlie i love him so Mm -hmm. much there was actually a thing that i thought was um really sweet um which Mm -hmm. was it was interesting to compare Charlie's words to his muffled thoughts. His love and concern for his only child were nearly overwhelming, and yet his words were always terse and casual. Most of the time they sat in companionable hmm. silence. Very cute. Very good Charlie vibes. We love to see it. I love you, Charlie. I love you so much, Charlie. Um, and then there's a bit about how basically Bella has to cook for Charlie because mm-hmm. he's a grown man that hasn't mastered that skill yet. Mm-hmm. So, love that. But what else? Um... <laughs> And then he goes back home for very, like, for literally three seconds um, to change, even though nobody's seen oh him God, in those right. clothes, so I don't really know why he goes home to change. Uh, and Emmett leaves him a little note that's like, football yeah. at Rainier Field, come on, please, which mm-hmm. is cute. Just wants to play football, and he's like, I wrote sorry beneath it, and left. Um, and then ate, like, some small creatures or something. And yeah. then he goes to house and watches her sleep. Yep. Um, don't like it. Um, but at least Rosalie, I love some Rosalie, she literally looks at him and is like, why did you even bother coming back? And we love that. Because she's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next day, yeah. isn't it? Where just before she goes to Port Angeles and she's like, why Why did you come back if you're just going to leave and be a creep again? Like, I know that this book is actively trying to make me not like um, Rosalie and it's not giving her the depth that I think mm-hmm. that she deserves. But obviously I'm not Esmaya and I'm not writing her character. But I feel like... Like, from what we know about mm-hmm. Rosalie, maybe I'm giving her too much credit. Maybe Stephanie May is not giving her enough credit. She would not oh, like no. this man stalking this woman without it's her knowing. If you nice. think about Rosalie's backstory for three uh-huh. seconds. Um, I don't think it is just because she's petty. Um, but whatever. But wait, I do we need to rehash Rosalie's backstory? I know we keep referencing it. I, I, My assumption is that everyone who is listening to the podcast is either read or watched Twilight. Um, and is at least a tertiary fan. Yeah. I think most people are on board with it. Yeah. If you don't remember Rosalie's thing, she's basically the, the vampire bride stereotype. Mm. Her be husband was awful and all his friends were awful. The most mm. awful you can be to a person. They attacked her, yeah. Uh, especially, it was bad. yeah, in like the worst way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she basically dies on the side of the road mm. and Carlyle saves her and then she hunts them down it's... one by one leaving her horrible to be husband for last and kills him in her wedding dress and we love, we love it. good for her yeah so we're we're very team Rosalie <laughs> that scene in the clips is genuinely stunning I would love mm-hmm. a full-length feature horror film of Rosalie doing that oh I know uh, Jennifer's body baby <laughs> yeah oh, I love Jennifer's body not quite the same, but close enough. <laughs> I spent today editing her face onto it. Oh my god! It was a good time. So if you haven't checked out her TikTok, that will be that will be posted by now. So if you want to see Rosalie on Jennifer's body poster, go go check it out. I will be posting some also. It's mostly me making incredibly sarky comments about this book. So enjoy. <laughs> um, 
Alice still wants to talk to Bella. Edward still says no because he likes to keep her isolated. Would you like to know the only nice thing that I liked in this chapter? Um, and it's only a passing yes. comment, but I'll just read the section because mm-hmm. it's not a particular line. But once in my car, I felt relaxed. Blech. The robust purr of the engine Rosalie had boosted for me last year when she was in a better mood was soothing. I love it. Like multiple times we've had references to Rosalie just going out and like playing with her car and like another part she was like she'd soup up her BMW and like I like it. It's just a nice little side hobby. Rosalie, my little mechanic. I like that too. (laughs) I also like the um, last year when she was in a good mood. Does Rosalie have one mood for an entire year? Yeah, she's like Tinkerbell. Aww. (laughs) Okay, that's kind of She cute. just has one feeling at a time. Yeah. I also really like... My favourite thing was Emmett roasting Edward, saying, Yes. You're pathetic. I can't believe you missed the game last night just to watch someone sleep. Which, like, yeah. I know. I also can't believe that, Emmett. Good. I also can't believe You're that. You're a creep, dude. He's so creepy. <laughs> and then, yeah, the chapter literally just ends with him driving to Port Angeles. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's it. <laughs> And I hated this chapter. I don't know. I don't know what else yeah. to say. I just, it's making me feel very uncomfortable. It was not a fun chapter. I will say I'm probably like I feel emotions a lot. You know, I, I got a lot of emotions, but I. Yeah, and we do be big emotional <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Like we live together, and we would cry every single film. So that's who we are. Um, I have dyspraxia, so like that's an added bonus. It's like <laughs> emotional regulation. Who is she? But I keep having very visceral, like creepy spine reactions to this book, yeah. and I don't like it. We're not a fan of creepy men, um, as most women are not. Um, it brings out some things, and it is scary, and I do not like yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Like with Twilight, it's a lot easier to romanticize it to an extent. Still bad in Twilight, but in Twilight, mm-hmm. you don't get all of the premeditation. He does just like show yes. up and you're like how did he know whereas now that you know mm-hmm. that he fully is following her and like is climbing in her window um i'm not a fan yeah. <laughs> i'm really not a fan but i mean also in some way i'm a little bit grateful because like i was one of those people that read twilight and i was like oh my gosh so romantic and then now i look back at it and i'm like oh that's very problematic i don't think mm-hmm. anyone is reading this book and going oh so romantic no that's true and i think to a certain extent like it's not being like i want to give stephanie Mason some credit i think people do write her off a lot like and mm-hmm. there's definitely problems but i think there is no way that she is writing this intentionally to seem romantic this is creepy yeah. she knows it's creepy mm-hmm. like you can't talk about hunting and stalking mm-hmm. like that kind of language and like object of obsession and stuff you can't write that and make that like romanticizable beyond like mm. Byronic hero vibes like there's no way that she's writing yes. this like isn't that sweet which is what I think people think mm. that Twilight is the whole thing is very like romanticized yeah. and stuff this definitely isn't like I can't imagine someone writing this and thinking it's lovely just through the language yeah. choices like you could write this and write it in romanticized language and be like he just cares for her so much but he's hating himself for doing it for one which is like the yeah. only redeeming factor but I don't think that she is necessarily writing it to seem like he's doing a good thing and hopefully we maybe will get some repentance where he's like oh gee whiz I'm just as bad as those poor Angelus men except not with Mm. like sex crimes like (laughs) that's basically the only thing that's setting him apart from anyone else is that he doesn't want to do literal crimes but he does kind of want to do literal murder um so We'll see. <laughs> you know what? I actually hadn't thought about that because the only reason why he's able to save her in Port Angeles is because he's stalking her at the same time that some humans are stalking her. And you know what? Yeah. I, I really, like, I'm, I hope, I'm not hopeful for it, but I hope 
that that would be the resolution of that chapter that would be actually really nice mm-hmm. um but because if we because we just get midnight sunrise which is twilight so we don't get his uh-huh. big like new moon i have to leave you for your own protection mm. vibe like we don't get any of that i would i would read that that would be good i'd like to read what he's up oh, to yeah, moon. but like i don't know i guess we'll see the next chapter is port angeles um which yes. if you don't if you guys don't remember i'm sure you do because you're all twilight fans um she has to port angeles with jessica and friends and edward turns up and saves her from some creepy men um yeah that is this time isn't it that's yeah, it's know. not that they go f- they, they he doesn't just show up and they go for dinner this is yeah, creepy no, no, man no, time. It is creepy man time. Cool, it is cool, cool. Um, definitely creepy man time. Well, Edward's always there. It's always creepy man time in Midnight Sun. But yes. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, that's our, yeah. like, basically, I think most of our points on Ghost. Um, yeah. I do have something fun for us. Um, so, if you guys listen every week, uh, you'll know that we're British. And you can probably tell that from our voices. Who? Us? Good news! <laughs> this is a little section I'd like to call America Explain. Um, last week we were asking you what was the deal with your eggs. We got deep into Emmett Cullen's bag of eggs from a listener question. Um, and this week Samantha has <laughs> Samantha's got in contact to give us the answer to our egg questions. So I read out her comment. I won't give you her username or anything because I haven't got permission for that. But Samantha, if you're listening, thank you for supporting us. Thank you. You're great. Um, anyway. She says, answering your egg question, by and large, American eggs are white and it's because of the breed of chicken. Our eggs are also washed and sanitised, which is why they have to be refrigerated. That process takes a protective coating off. If you raise your own chickens, there'll be chickens that lay green-shelled eggs, brown-shelled eggs and white eggs. Which is so exciting. Um, so yeah, thank you, Samantha. Uh, your old eggs are weird. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know that you had to refrigerate your eggs. Yeah. That seems weird to me. We we, I do refrigerate my eggs, but we don't have oh. to. Um, I don't. We keep us in a cupboard. But thank you. When we kept chickens, we did the cute rustic thing where we had like a basket for the eggs in the kitchen, which I really liked. Oh, cute. I'm living <laughs> cottage called Dream, y'all. It's so wild that your eggs are washed and sanitized because yeah. no offense, America, your food laws let a lot of things into your food. Yeah. Like all of those. Have you seen all of those videos of people like washing bugs off strawberries? Oh. Um, I was like, oh, maybe that would happen to us. And I looked it up and it was like, yeah, the UK doesn't let you have any bugs in. Like, it makes sure that there's no bugs in your food. (laughs) Okay, I hear you. But also, we're not allowed to have really fun coloured things because of our food laws. Are we not? So you know how our Fanta is, like, pale orange? Yeah. The rest of the world, Fanta is bright orange. Oh. There's also a lot of, like, specifically blue and red food dyes that you're not allowed over here because of, like chemicals i think i don't 100 percent know why they're banned in the uk but they are which is why if i ever go to america i'm gonna get me a slurpee a big mm. old blue one i don't even know what flavor it's supposed to be but oh, oh god i want one so bad <laughs> we do be having kinder eggs though which is our one yes. claim which is our one claim we do have kinder but... eggs and no guns <laughs> <laughs> maybe at some point i know there's a couple more twilight podcasts that have just started up they've just started following us on um tiktok about a couple of Aww. followers so maybe we'll start interacting we do a little american and british sweet shop like swap across country when so maybe oh when we're God. not in the middle of a pandemic and it's maybe hard to not. send things but we'll see if you have a twilight podcast and you'd like to do any kind of collab let us know <laughs> Americans, it's my birthday soon, okay? Send me the brightest gummy candies you have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you say about washing bugs off things. I will say, we get our eggs, like, 
fresh as you can basically from like a local farm and sometimes they have like feathers or like muck stuck yeah Liv but that's not bugs <laughs> it's true it's not god you got me there it's not bugs is it it's not bugs, it's not bugs. we might have horse meat scandals but we don't have bugs on our food oh god the horse meat <laughs> anyway thing. thank you so much samantha for answering thank our you. american explain if we've thank said anything so dumb and not understanding of american stuff in this episode please let us know we'll make this a regular section <laughs> except for like Please, not about gun control. I can't have that debate. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, like, no, no. Just if we've brought anything up in the context of Twilight. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Wait, is stalking like okay? Is that like a dating ritual for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're being silly now. Yeah. Shall we go on to our, our peaks and pits of this chapter? Wrap it up a bit because there's not a lot to say about these 10 oh, pages yeah. and we're reaching our time almost. So yeah. we've spilled we've filled a good amount with egg talk, uh, yeah. which I hope we'll make we a have regular a segment. <laughs> nice. The egg seg. I can't claim that joke. Uh, Hadi, who sent our last egg question, said that we should just talk about eggs each week. Nice. The egg seg. I love <laughs> the that. Egg seg. <laughs> Um, so peak. A peak is mm-hmm. Rosalie and Emmett collectively yelling at Edward. They insulted oh, yeah. him a fair amount this chapter and I am so mm-hmm. here for it. Love that. Nice. My peak is, yeah, Rosalie being a little mechanic. I think yeah. it's cute. I think that's a hobby that we kind of knew that she had, but it's not. Like, it's come up in, like, three different mm. chapters as a passing comment, and I'm like, mm. yes, Edward, you don't understand her. Give me Rosalie. Give me little oh, nuggets of love. So she hates you, and I hate you, too. <laughs> You're not getting the good Rosalie content because she hates you, so she's not going to talk to you about her passions and interests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know who Rosalie is? Penelope mm. Pitt Stop. From Wacky Races, that's who she is. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh my god, Google her. Right, so she has a car and lipstick comes out the front of it and applies her lipstick while she's driving. I don't know who that is, but I love her. Wacky Races is like the OG Mario Kart. I I don't know when it came out, but to me it's like the OG (laughs) Mario Kart because my brother used to have it on computer and he used to let me sit and watch him play it. So I'm not good at video games. But either way, Penelope Pitstop is a queen. And we love her very much and she is really cool so what would you say is your pit of uh, this chapter in this whole chapter that is a pit to be honest a pit, pit of the book <laughs> my pit is this whole chapter this pit is an arm this chapter is an arm pit bad mm-hmm. i hate it yeah um but i think yeah um overall i would say my absolute least favorite is edward getting physically violent because mike touched mm-hmm. bella that really really yeah. don't like that it's just nope, like not a fan. It's one of those things where like I'm so defensive over like romance fiction yeah. and like Twilight fiction. And I think like even if there's bad stuff in it, mm. like you can enjoy it anyway. You can recognise that it's bad mm-hmm. and you can enjoy it. And you can also like in the privacy of your own brain enjoy some yeah. of the more problematic books or whatever. Like that's fine. That's basically oh, what yeah. my list was on. It was like people like this because it's bad. Yeah. Basically, my my whole thing is like like whatever you like i honestly i do not judge anyone at all for liking certain things in literature sometimes you do just need to read like i don't know captured by the mafia or something sometimes you do want to read a bodice ripper and have a good time you know (laughs) like like, it's it's understandable Mm -hmm. however what i can't abide is when i'm ripped out of romance by people being actively abusive yeah i know it's like uh, i I can't in defense of this chapter i think it is written to be creepy i don't think it's written to be romantic i don't think that makes it better and i don't think that means we need Mm -hmm. to like 
forgive Edward whatever. Like, I just want to say, me and Liv are big Twilight fans, you know. Be oh, like, yeah. we have we do rag on Edward a lot. We are we are big lifelong fans. Um, but we also uh-huh. like. I don't know if anyone's reading this and being like, lovely. <laughs> so yeah, mm. pit for me, entire entire yeah. creepy vibes. But next week, um, chapter nine, Port Angeles, which is one I've been looking yes. forward to because I yes, wanted to know how he same. got there and now we know and it's worse, but whatever. <laughs> Join us for next week, Port yeah. Angeles. This has been chapter eight, mm-hmm. Ghosts. Or tra- no, Ghost. This has been chapter eight, I Ghost. Hope, I really um, hope that next chapter is good. I hope. You guys enjoy our retelling of it as depressed as we were this week. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to say and we get that we're a bit of a downer sometimes. We're not trying to be. There's just sometimes not a lot of fun things. We love things. you guys. I'm excited for more Alice and Cullen content. More yes. like fun Bella and Edward content that's yeah. not super creepy because we don't like making this downer content. We would much rather be like, so what's Rosalie's favourite film? No, we don't. <laughs> We, we want to have fun. If any of you would like to get in contact with us, shout us yeah. out if you'd like. Um, you can contact us in our Instagram or TikTok DMs. We're a Midnight Fun Pod on both of them. You can contact us on Gmail uh-huh. for at midnightfunpod at gmail.com. We also have a red bubble shop, which is Midnight Fun Pod. If you want our little logo anywhere funky. Yeah. <laughs> if you do buy any of our merch, please send us like a DM of you wearing it or whatever. Because I'll be so cute. Yes. And if... If we get your consent, we would love to feature it on our socials. <laughs> but also, our legit. You die. can just send it to us, and we won't put it anywhere. Um, yeah. I've ordered a cute little laptop sticker, which so would be good. I'm considering getting a face mask because you know <laughs> the world. <laughs> you know, <But>. coronavirus. <laughs> anyway, that has been a welcome break from the news. As creepy as Edward is, at least it gives me something else to be angry about, uh-huh. rather than the government. Can't think about COVID when you're thinking about fork. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.